Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you. Thank you. You are far too kind. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And as always, I appreciate that. It's good job. City back, Liddy be back, thugging and bugging. You know what I mean? Now we do. But yo, I got a question. I'ma ask the men first, then I'ma ask the women. Fellas. A lot of us men and women are into stocks. So I'm going to ask y'all a question about a stock. Fellas, would you buy this stock? Okay, with the stock, right? You put in a ton of money, ton of time. And if it works out, your money doesn't earn much interest. It, it, it can increase, you know. It may increase your lifestyle slightly, all right? But if it fails, you lose a ton of your money, possibly your house and maybe even a car, okay? Would you invest in that? No, right? Ladies, same exact stock. But if you invest in that stock and it works, your financial status will increase, Here's the kicker, though, right? Here's the kicker. Here's the best part. If that stock crashes, you'll make even more money. Would you invest? Fuck yeah, right? People, this stock is called marriage. (laughs) Like, it's crazy how, like, that doesn't always happen. Okay, this is a slight exaggeration. Duh. But. It's crazy how when you look at things in a macro perspective and just look at it as a stock and don't give it a title and just say what it is. It's like, that's a dumb fucking idea. (laughs) But there are exceptions to that rule. Like Kelly Clarkson recently got divorced. Now, I'm not here to congratulate her on her marriage not working. Okay, I'm here to make fun of it. And she has to pay, and I'm only making fun of it because of how many women laughed at Dr. Dre having to pay like $300,000 a month. Kelly Clarkson has to pay $200,000 a month to her ex-husband. Sometimes it works out in the man's favor, and I'm here for it. Clap it up for this man. That man is a king. No, I'm just just saying, it's just like, don't get mad. You know, this is the system. Y'all wanted it this way. Okay. And people, don't come at me saying you're not qualified to speak on marriage and view it that way. You're not married. You don't have kids. Okay, you know who else ain't married and don't have kids? Oprah. And this woman has made has become a billionaire of sitting there talking to married housewives about their marriage and their children, okay? I'm not Oprah, but Oprah ain't me. So we can both speak freely on how we view marriage and, and children, okay? It's crazy how, like, divorce could be the most lit 401k like for a woman like fuck a retirement plan if you suck the right dick and then decide you don't want to suck that dick anymore yo you could become 
the richest woman on the planet. Like, that's crazy. Like, like Jeff Bezos' wife, ex-wife, is the richest woman in the world. Like, let that sink in. Like, she didn't get it from... Like, there's women right now going to school, getting their bachelor's, master's, PhDs, going to law school, medical degrees, you know, this certification, that certification, this class, that class, all these things to, like, up their pay and their education status and this and that. And the most a lot of them will ever make is, like, $300,000, right? But Jeff Bezos' wife is worth $45 billion because of a divorce settlement? What? That That is fucking... Ladies, man, just forget school, yo. Just just get pregnant by a rich guy like Brittany Renner did. <laughs> like, Brittany Renner got pregnant by, um, what's his name, PJ Washington, dude who plays for the Hornets. You know what I'm saying? And she, he's got to pay... Yo, over the next 18 years... He has to potentially pay her like $40 million. Like, she hit the fucking lottery. <laughs> like, that's insane. That is insane. She's like 10 years older than him. She was like, he was like 19 when he got with her. And she was like 29. Like, that's, you know, if a guy did that to a woman, women would say that's some me too shit. You know what I mean? Like, she clearly took advantage of this young mind. You know what I'm saying? She's like, she does like, She's like top tier pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like famous dudes be hitting that. I think she does porn on the side. I don't know. She's not just like a regular girl walking down the street in the Bronx. Like she 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 only gets celebrity dick. You know what I'm saying? So and she be driving these dudes crazy. So I know she know a thing. I know she be doing some crazy stuff in the bedroom. All right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like what's the difference between her and R. Kelly? All right. All right. Bad comparison. Kells was peeing on me. I don't know if she peed on him, but I'm talking about the manipulation of a young teenage mind. She took advantage of this boy, and now he has to pay her for the next 18 years and, you know, going through hell to see his kid. Like, it's sad. You know what I'm saying? She should be locked up. That woman's the devil. That woman's the devil. Ladies, I'm telling you, forget all these books. Suck the right dick. Because behind every successful man is the history of his hard work. And behind every filthy rich woman is a great divorce lawyer. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that, like, that's messed up, but it's funny because it's partially true. That's why you laughed. You're just like, ah, fuck him. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's kind of true. I'm just saying, like, this, like, y'all worried about guys being predators. Women are fucking predators. Women are the most toxic creatures on this planet, bro. Like, like that's why I have so many women friends. Because you got to keep your enemies close. I'm trying to see how these psychopaths think. Like, I have a sister that's nine years older than me. Okay. And so she was able to give me a head start on women and their fuckery. All right, so I have a nine-year head start on most of my male peers. Shout out to my sister, okay? She put me on game very early. And I never get, I was like 10 years old. And my sister looked me dead in my face. <laughs> okay, I'm 10, she's 19. She looked at me square in the eyes and said, Brandon, women ain't shit. <laughs> uh, 
You know what I mean? When you have your nine-year older sister telling you this, you probably should believe her. Like, if there's anyone that's going to look out for you and give you, like, some real advice, it's your sibling. Because the last thing you want to see is your younger sibling get played. So she told me that, and I was just like, huh, good to know. So, you know, I keep women around, all right? Like, I knew women were toxic when they contradict themselves about everything, like so many things, like like things like like body positivity, okay? You cannot call a woman fat. You cannot make fun of a woman for her appearance. You have to love a woman in all shapes, sizes, and colors. That's the message that's perpetuated to the male species. If you don't love every woman for how they look, you hate women. You're a misogynist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get, yo, know, cancel him. They give you all these titles, all right? Negative titles because of your preference and your opinion. Okay, this is the game that they play. This it's it's a sick game. You ask a woman what she wants in a man, and she can freely voice her opinion. You know what I'm she, you, you, a woman can say, "Oh, I, I want a man that's five six. I want a man that has beard, has a beard that connects, a full beard. I want a man with a a full hairline. I want a man that has abs. I want a this. I want a that. I want a this. Like, shorty, you are not building a player in two K. You don't have enough VC for all of this. Like, <laughs> like where do where do you expect to find this goddamn unicorn? You know what the average height of a man is? Five nine. Shorty, you are five foot four. Why do you need a man over six feet? For what? For what? You think you think dudes choose to be five foot six? Like every dude wants to be six three. Like me. <laughs> we wanna every dude wants a full beard. Like me. Every dude wants a full hairline in his 30s. Like me. But ladies, you can't have me. I'm in a relationship. Now let me stop. But I wouldn't sit there and... I, I've never sat here and went, you know what, man? I wish I was 5'6". <laughs> like, no dude wants that, okay? No dude wants that. Women, they can get whatever they want. A woman can say, oh, I wish I had an ass. And then go to motherfucking Dr. Miami and get an ass. Oh, oh I wish my tits were bigger. And can just go get some, some fake titties. What dudes got? We can't change anything. Uh, we can get stronger and go to the gym and get abs. Okay, cool. But uh, some dudes cannot grow a beard. Like, I know some dudes who are in their mid-30s faces bald as their younger sister. Some of y'all sisters got more lip hair than y'all. I've seen it. I know a lot of y'all ladies get tight when y'all go to get your eyebrows waxed and the lady goes, oh, lip too? I know y'all hate that. I know y'all hate it, but a lot of y'all are hairy. A lot of y'all got them Ashanti sideburns. Y'all here with the Elvis Presley mutton chops on the side of your face. You need to get that taken care of, young lady. Stop worrying about um, a man's facial hair and worry about yours. You the man in a relationship, clearly. A lot of y'all ladies running around looking like Benny the Butcher. Google Benny the Butcher, the rapper. That joke will be a lot funnier. But anyway, back to my point. Women preach body positivity for women, but don't preach that same thing for men. You know, it's it's such a hypocritical way of looking at life. Like, yeah, I got to stop that shit. 
Oh, his dick got to be this big. He got to be able to do 100 pull-ups. He got to know how to build a car. He got to know how to build a house. Shorty, what do you do? Okay? What do you do? All right? You fucking got fake lashes and take nice selfies and you think you deserve the world? Like, what makes you so great? <laughs> like, okay. And then, like, a lot of times women will talk about, yo, lady, I'm so sick and tired. And I, sp I speak for every guy I know. Ladies. Ladies, when we ask you, what are your best traits? If you start off with strong, we don't want you. <laughs> like, okay, I, I can think of a million things I want from a woman. I don't care how strong she is. Okay, I don't need, I don't need bitches deadlifting anything. Like, I, I don't care. <laughs> what does strong have to do with anything? Like, I don't care about your strength. Okay, I'm strong enough. I don't need any assistance. At all. I'm strong. I make my own money. I like sports. My favorite liquor is whiskey. Shorty, you just described the niggas I chill with. <laughs> like, that's not what I want in a woman. Like, what don't y'all understand? We don't want y'all to be men. At all. Just be women. I'm not saying that women should just be in the house barefoot, pregnant, cooking all day. But can you be a little bit more feminine? I'm just saying. All right. That's why a lot of y'all ain't got no men. Y'all just y'all are men. Like, stop. Ladies coming to the party all aggressive. Yo, who rolling up? Like, ugh. It's nasty. Mad masculine sitting with your legs open. Like, me and you should not be dressed the same. I shouldn't. I don't want to pull up to a bar and talk to a woman who has on the same outfit as me. Like, in the winter, if I pull up to a bar and I have on jeans and Tims and I see a woman in that same fit, I'm not talking to you. I'm, I'm speaking from a single perspective because I have male friends who are single. Okay, We are tired of women wearing sweatpants, jeans, and Tims. Okay, I don't know if this is just a New York thing. I'm tired of women saying, bro, son, dead ass, my nigga. Like, please stop. I'm tired of New York women talking like battle rappers. It's depressing. Okay, even though I'm not single, you know, um, in a relationship, I don't like being around masculine women. It's just, I like feminine energy around me. Like, can y'all put on some perfume? Tired of women, women's hands being as rough as mine. Like, what are you like? Do you work construction? <laughs> like, what is going on here? Like, I'm used to women's hands being soft. I want a woman's hands to feel like she's made out of lotion. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to shake your hand and feel your calluses. Like, shorty. Yo, who got the henny? Like, sir, can you can you relax? Okay. Can you relax? Like I said, you can't make fun of women. You cannot make fun of the way they look. I can't say, oh, this fat bitch. You know what I'm saying? But a woman can just be, oh, this little dick, short, fat, ugly nigga. Da -da, and they're oh. But if you say, nah, shorty chest was built like a seventh grade boy, it's like, oh, that's mean. Man, shorty's ass and back is the same. If you call a woman a long back, that's like, how could you say that about her? Because she has no ass, bro. Like, why can't I say that? But women can just speak out on us. Why can I say that? Why can't I say that? Why can't we talk about women's stomachs hanging over their pants? Like, there's so many women built like Homer Simpson, but, like, you can't, you can't say that because that's mean. That's mean. 
But women can make fun of guys for everything, but then talk about body positivity. Get the fuck out of here, man. The fuck out of here. I, I, I realize a lot of women are mad because some dudes have man boobs bigger than their titties. <laughs> I think that's what they're mad about. Now, let me stop. Ladies, I love y'all, but please just be consistent, okay? Just be consistent. And I've realized something. Women are liars, right? Liars. Like Chris Rock said, men tell the most lies, women tell the biggest. <laughs> I remember he said a man's lies like a woman goes, where are you at? Uh, I was at Tony's house, right? He's like, that's a man's lie, lying about stupid shit. A woman's lie is, it's your baby. <laughs> like That was the realest comparison of all time. And if you don't believe me, Maury was on TV for the better part of my life. Whether it was fake or not, it was believable because we know these things are true. Just filled with women lying about who their baby father is. That's why it worked because it was believable. If it wasn't believable, you wouldn't watch it. Okay, because we all know chicks that qualify for that. So, yo, I did a study, right? I did a study on the women. I asked a very simple question and I got surprisingly a very simple answer. And I knew that the fix was in because it was just too good to be true. The study was, I said to women, do you prefer whack sex from a good guy or amazing sex with a piece of shit? Of course, the women lied. But I knew it was a lie because I asked about 40 women and 100% of them gave the same exact answer. Fellas, if a group of women ever have the same answer, they're lying. <laughs> they're working together. They're conspiring on you. It is a lie. Right. They all said, oh, I'd rather have wax sex with a good guy. Cap, <laughs> you're lying. You're lying. I know you're lying. Then I realized ah, I'm asking the question wrong. I'm asking them individually. Right. And they're going to say the answer that they think I want to hear because they know, oh, Brandon's just trying to prove that all we care about is dick, which is true. So I was asking these questions on via through text or Instagram. So I went out. Ladies had a couple drinks. I was chilling with a couple of homegirls. I know they had a couple drinks or whatever. I didn't even bring it up. One of my friends, my women friends goes, Brandon had an interesting question. He said, do we prefer a whack dick from good men or, or good dick from deadbeats? Right. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the answers were totally different. Okay. They were like, well, how bad is the sex with the good guy? I'm like, yo, he won't eat you out. My man, nothing like two minutes. I, he, he don't give you a round two. But, you know, he buys you flowers and shit and does all the notebook romantic stuff. You know what I'm saying? He might write, might write you a poem. Okay, what about the other guy? That dude be donking, dicking you, breaking your back, doing all the freaky shit you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Wilding, licking your pussy, your ass, all the crazy shit you want to do. But he might cheat on you twice a year. Son, don't answer his phone. May curse you out. 
And they were just like, ah, I don't know, though. See, and I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why are these answers different now? Because alcohol tells the truth. Asking people questions in person, looking them in the eyes, changes their answers. Of course, they're like, yeah, but I could teach the good guy. And the crazy thing is, all the girls who said the good guy, they're like, oh, I'll take the good guy because I, I could teach him. I'm like, no, there's no teaching. There's no teaching. He's not willing to learn. He's just bad at sex. That's the stipulation for this question. And then all of a sudden, women were like, oh, but if that dick is bomb, I may have to like just deal with that toxic shit. I was like, wow, women just really care about dick. <laughs> like that's great. Like every woman, this is how I know every single woman because they started talking and they were just like, yeah, but you know we always end up going back to that guy who know how to hit it right. And I was like, wow. Like every chick that been in a relationship where the only reason why they stuck around with that dude was for dick, and they stuck around with him for a very very long time, <laughs> very long time. All right, and then there's women in relationships right now getting whack sex, but they just put up with it because the guy is cool. But they're walking around losing their shit, like just bugging, like oh my god, this is fucking. This is how you know women need orgasms bad. Like all the chicks that's out here with, with getting whack dick got vibrators in their home. <laughs> like like as a man, if your woman owns a vibrator, right? And you're not the one incorporating it into your sex life. She's just using it in her free time. Bro, you should be worried. <laughs> because she needs that that pounding, bro. She, you, you know what I'm saying? She needs it. Women need sex sex. You know what I'm saying? All that romantic shit is cool. All that romantic shit is cool. But there's a reason that Future has eight kids by eight women. Because he's a toxic motherfucker. That's it. Women like toxic dudes. It's always been that way. It always will be. Think about it in school, right? When you were in school, all the girls dated that dangerous bad boy. Oh, I want to get with him. And then the guy that was a fucking nerd that was nice and da-da-da-da. What, what did she do? Put him in the friend zone. It's just always been that way, okay? Eve did not listen to Adam. She listened to Satan. <laughs> Let me stop. But that's, I mean, real talk. Like, who are we kidding? That's just the reality of it all. Just be real, yo. Just be real. Women are funny because, like, there's no one busier than a woman that's not trying to fuck you. <laughs> like, if she wants some dick from you, she answers her phone before you even hit send. Like, she's connected to your brain like Professor X. If she don't want you, she will come up with more excuses than an ex-con, bro. Oh, I didn't have my phone. Oh, my phone died. Oh, I went to this Tibetan retreat. Oh, I didn't have service on the retreat. We were doing this new form where you don't use your phone for three months. Uh, really? Like, I'd respect it. Way more if you just came out and said, yo, honestly, I ain't feel like talking to you. I, I, It would hurt a little bit, but it's like, all right, cool. You know what? I respect your realness. I respect it. Because realistically, most people in their home aren't doing shit. Most people at work aren't doing shit. Like, you ever look at people's Instagram stories? They're at work taking bathroom selfies, going on lunch spinning around in their fucking 
office chair at their computer desk, lip singing to their favorite songs with their coworkers. They're doing nothing at work, right? Then when they get home, they're sitting in their house smoking weed, watching movies on Netflix. If you just said to me, yo, I was high as shit watching a movie and you hitting me up was fucking up my vibe, so I just watched the movie. Cool. That is fine. <laughs> but please, don't tell me you're busy like you out here as if you Jeff Bezos running multi-billion dollar corporations. Don't do that. Okay, don't do that. Don't try to make it seem like you running the world. Like I say all the time on here, I have a full-time job too. I have a podcast. I have multiple other podcasts that I mix and edit. I have people's music that I mix and edit. Sometimes I have to go to the studio. Sometimes I have to do a plethora of things. I travel. I have an entire relationship. Like, I have a lot of things going on. And I still find time to hang out with my friends. Still find time to play golf. And... Text people back in a timely manner. If you're not as busy as me, I don't respect it. <laughs> okay? I'm petty. I am very petty. And I real I had to be honest with myself about this because one of like my pet peeve, right? I I, I shouldn't even be disclosing this because I guarantee you guys are gonna start doing this to me. My pet peeve is hitting people up and they leave me on red, right? If I text them or anywhere. And then they respond back to me on another platform with something stupid. Like, if I text you, like, yo, so-and-so, can you meet me here at 6.30 and da 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 I'm trying to make the reservation. Is 6.30 a good time for you? And you don't answer. And then a couple hours later, you send me a fucking meme on social media. I'm going to be pissed. Because <laughs> it's like, yo, just ask you a question and you sending me a fucking meme about future? Like, I, yes, it's funny, but I'm trying to make plans. Like, what are you doing? The other thing is, if I text you or hit you up anywhere and you leave it on scene and then I, I post something on social media, like a story, and you view it, it it's like saying fuck you. That's how I take it. If I text you on a Monday and you don't get back to me by Friday, <laughs> guess what? We're not friends anymore. Unless like, okay, unless like, you know, you were in the hospital or something crazy was really going on, right? We're not friends anymore because I blocked you. <laughs> like, I need you to understand that. That's my level of petty. Like, the, the most annoying thing I hate is a lack of communication. Like, just fucking talk, bro. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Just hit me back. I'm asking you a question. I'm like, I'm not asking you no stupid shit. Like, and ladies, yo, also, I, I got to say this too. I got to say this too, right? Ladies, if you're, when you're single and you can freely text all your homeboys, right? If you get into a relationship and then you can no longer text your homeboys at a reasonable hour, of course, like don't I'm not going to hit up my women, friends and relationships at two in the morning like that's disrespectful. But 2 p.m. and all of a sudden you start moving different, like you can't talk to any of them, can't hang out with them. 
I'm here to give you a newsflash. You are either in a, an abusive relationship or recovering from one, okay? I don't know who needs to hear this, but it is 1,000% okay to have friends of the opposite sex, okay? Anyone who tells you different is a psychopath. You've had friendships with these people for years and then you get with someone and now you can't talk to them? Like, you need to leave that person. Real talk. Or you may end up like this guy, OJ Simpson, who fucking killed this one. Yo, OJ is the funniest dude. <laughs> OJ is the funniest dude of all time. My man said he has trouble. He has trouble being in LA because he's afraid he may bump into the killer of his wife. OJ, if you went anywhere in this universe, you would bump into the killer of your wife because you killed her. <laughs> like what, what are we talking about? Like, I think it's pretty set in stone that we all unanimously agree. He did that shit. Okay. But here's the kicker. Here's the kicker, right? It's a quote unquote unsolved case. Okay. So that means the killer is still out there. Possibly. It's 2021. This murder happened in 94. Maybe the killer's dead. Who's to say the killer is still in L.A.? Like, if you just caught two bodies in L.A., you're probably not going to stay there. You'd be like, man, I'm going to Florida. <laughs> like, or oh, I'm moving to Canada. You're, you're probably going to get out of Dodge. Like, you're not going to just chill in the same spot. You just bodied someone and had, like, one of the most famous trials of all time. Um, so that means that he knows the killer is still in L.A. because he knows who did it. So either you did it or you hired someone to do it and you're still in contact with that person because why would you think they're still in L.A.? They could be dead. He just snitched on himself. Like, if you really think about it, yeah, I don't want to bump into them motherfuckers. How do you know who it is, O.J.? <laughs> the FBI doesn't know who did it, but you do. You're going to bump into them. Like, you're just going to be at a fucking Starbucks drive-thru and just, oh, shit, the killers. Like, how do you... So if you know who they are when you see them, why don't you just tell the FBI or the LAPD or some officials who it was so we can just, like, put this all behind us? You can't, OJ, because the only time you will see this person is in the mirror, bro. It's you. It is you. Okay? Let's just stop. You know what I mean? Like, what are we, what are we talking about, man? We need to be honest with ourselves. Just need to be honest. Speaking of being honest, people, I always try. <laughs> this is not funny, okay? I, this is not funny. It's the comparison is kind of comical, okay? Um, I always try to be transparent with y'all, but let's be real. Let's be all the way real for a second I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say it out loud because it needs to be said and I'm getting a little tired of the hate I get for saying these things damn it it's true okay neither me or anyone listening to this podcast actually gives a fuck about Afghanistan bro <laughs> like, like yo alright like 
Okay, it's very unfortunate what is happening over there. Agree. Agree. But fam, they've been shooting at dust since 2001, bro. Like what? Like when we went to Afghanistan, right? When we went to Afghanistan, like let's just put this in perspective. When we went to Afghanistan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, number 23, was still in the NBA. He was playing on the Wizards at that time. He's in his 50s now and owns a basketball team. LeBron James wasn't even in the NBA. I was in junior high school. I was 13. It's now 2021. Bro, we've had four presidents. Four. Four. The crazy thing is we beat Hitler in less time. Like, okay, y'all went over there looking for Osama bin Laden, but bro, Osama bin found. It is time to like to bounce, bro. Like, okay. Okay. Obviously, it's a terrorist state. It needs to be under control. The Taliban could like clearly just shit could go off the rails. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Clearly, these people think 47 versions is way more cooler than democracy. OK, like we're wasting billions of dollars and mad time and human beings like in 20 years. Like how many people got murdered because of this? You know what I'm saying? Like we're always focused on the wrong things. I've had three friends fight in Afghanistan. They went over there in like 2007, 2008 and fought in Afghanistan. Again, it's now 2021. We're talking 12, 13 years ago. And we're still over there. Like, you don't think it's time. <laughs> like, like, and yo, I wholeheartedly believe that we as Americans don't really care. Americans are always focused on the wrong things. Short term at that. Especially New Yorkers. Like, okay, let me let me break it down. Like, like respectfully, like don't don't judge me. Okay, this is my show. I'm gonna speak my piece, goddammit. <laughs> right? Cause in July, we were worried about Cuba. I don't know what the end result of that was. I feel like Cubans have been fighting communism since the goddamn Cuban Missile Crisis in the 60s, okay? Even before that, all right? You're talking over 50 years of fighting problems, okay? At what point in 50 years do you realize this is not our problem, right? I hate to be an asshole, but it's like, I feel bad for these people, but fam, okay? You were worried about Palestine at one point. Yo, Palestine, Israel, that whole area, been going through shit since the Bible, bro. Like, Jesus couldn't fix that shit. You think we can, bro? Like, we're not qualified. Like, certain things, you just got to be like, hey, man. Like, yeah, people stop caring about that. I don't see that on news no more. Then we were worried about Hong Kong and their rebellious activity that was going on over there and their rights being violated. I don't see no posts about that no more. You know what I'm worried about? <laughs> the Bronx being very close to me. That's what I'm worried about. The Bronx is a 30-minute train ride away. That's terrifying. Like, <laughs> like, 
Yo, I just saw a video today of a, a young man in the deli. I guess he was ordering something. And then a gunman just hopped out and just murdered him in the store in broad daylight. That is 30 minutes away from me. I saw a, a kid sitting in an Uber and get Swiss cheesed up in the back of the Uber in the Bronx. That is 30 minutes away from me. Like, just type in Google the Bronx and, like, you'll see the chaos that's going on over there. Okay? Fucking chaos. That's right there. The Bronx is a dangerous place. It's terrifying. Shit, I'm worried about Brooklyn. I'm worried about Brooklyn. Where I used to live, Bed-Stuy, a woman was, was shot as an innocent bystander as a kid was executed with two shots to the back of his head. And we worried about terrorists overseas? Motherfuckers, terrorists right here. <laughs> like, like, you can't even walk into the lobby of your building because you worried about people shooting. You can't go to the store because people shooting. Yo, motherfuckers are shooting up Times Square, bro. <laughs> like, Times Square. Where there's like millions of of uh, tourists just walking around and dudes are opening fire in broad day. Y'all remember the dude on Mother's Day that was shooting at his brother and shot like three innocent women instead? One of them being a child. Two women, one female girl, child. Remember that? You can't walk through Times Square no more. Now, this is not to say that Oh my God, the Bronx and Brooklyn. Don't even get me started on Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Don't, like, don't even get me started on that. I'm not saying that we're as bad as the Taliban or ISIS or whatever threat is going on 15 time zones away. But what I am saying is we got problems right here, bro. Like, And we don't like we don't give a shit about all that other stuff overseas. We really don't. We really don't. Because it's like the Bronx every year like leads the city in like dropout rates, AIDS, and violence. Every fucking year it leads the city in that. So, like why isn't the goddamn Navy SEALs over there? For, put the Navy SEALs in the Bronx 20 years and fix that, all right? Can we fix that, please? There's only three reasons to go to the Bronx. Yankee Stadium, Bronx Zoo, and Botanical Gardens. And if you notice... Right outside of those locations, the train is right there so you don't have to venture through the Bronx because it's dangerous. Y'all think I'm joking. Like, people, dudes pulled up on mopeds and started firing at a playground full of kids because they saw one of their ops. Yes, over in Afghanistan, they sever people's heads. Okay, but can you imagine you're a resident in these Bronx neighborhoods and it's just like, Endless violence going on. In New York City overall, the shootings are up like astronomically. Astronomically. But the news ain't putting that on TV no more because, you know, we got other shit going on. Oh, Afghanistan, they're blowing up, blowing up sand again. <laughs> like, I get it. People want to leave there. It's fucked up. But, yo, that that doesn't affect my day to day life. There's like real terrorism right here in New York. Yo, my girlfriend's Asian, yo. They're beating up Asians for no apparent reason because they just still think, yo, 
Chinese people have a stronger COVID than black people. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just stupid. There's still, like, all types of brutality against African Americans across this country. It's like a global issue, really. Black people are treated terrible, like, damn near everywhere. (laughs) But that's that's not an issue to y'all. We worried about Afghanistan. Cool. I hear you, bro. I hear you. They might cause 9-11 part two. You know what? You might be right. I hope it doesn't happen. But I'm not going to worry about someone living in my neighborhood. Not even in my neighborhood. Ten counties away when I got issues in my own house. Can we fix that, please? But I know we don't care no more because guess what's back on TV? Basketball. Baseball. Football. Movies, theaters are back open. We could go on dates again. We could go to the bar. We could go to the club. We care more about Lollapalooza tickets. We care more about shit that the baby said that might be seen as homophobic. Oh, we want to cancel the baby. I mean, he said uh, his fans aren't out there sucking dick. That's like motherfucking news. We don't care no more. Like 2020 realistically was not reality. Okay. It wasn't. We, we, we were just bored. And the only things on TV were COVID and black people getting shot and we were tired of being in the house. That's it. Black lives still don't matter. And they never will in this country. I just want you to know that. It's not a joke. <laughs> like, I'm dead ass. But we keep trying to like, oh, it's not that bad. It is for some people. It really is. If you feel scared to walk through your neighborhood... You're living in a terrorist state. <laughs> like You should not be scared walking to your home. That's like not healthy. You know, they compare like a lot of kids in the hood to people from the Middle East because they have the same type of traumatic experience. Like if you if you grew up in the hood, let's let's keep it all the way on it. If you grew up in the hood, you've heard gunshots from the time you can hear. Especially if you're in my age bracket, because you grew up in the crack era. So if you grew up in the crack era, you grew up around motherfuckers shooting each other. Okay? And guess what? I don't have no 1-800 hotline to talk to people about, yo, um, there's no 1-800 hood. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's just like, hey, man. Hey, man, what? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) You got to go speak to a therapist. Like, there's no real... You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all get what I'm saying? Like, of course, there's worse places like North Korea, Afghanistan, Iraq. Cool. But it's like being at a job where your boss is a piece of shit, but you're like, oh, uh, well, it's worse at other jobs. Yeah, it's better at other jobs, too. Right? Can we fix this job? No, I know as Americans, we don't care because as Americans, we are consumers. We don't give a fuck about anything that's not in front of us. Right. I never forget. There was like a whole documentary about like sweatshop conditions in China and how like the Apple factories are some of the worst factories on the planet. Yo, it's so bad. These people work like 16 to 18 hours a day. It's so bad that they built a net around the building so when people jump off they don't die that's how horrible these conditions are right and we're sitting there like oh my god stop illegal factory work and man these people get like 20 cents an hour and we have these fake rallies but bro 
after it's all said and done, what we go do? Buy an iPhone. Like, like, yo, we was just saying, like, this is messed up. Yeah, but this camera has, this iPhone has three cameras, bro. Like, I, I gotta take selfies, okay? I need that HDR quality. I need the ultra-wide lens, bro. I thought we cared about China in their work conditions. For years, I've been hearing, yo, those factories where they make Jordans in China fucked up, bro. Every time a new Jordan comes out, the line is around the goddamn corner. Y'all go on sneaker app or the Nike app and refresh your browser every 10 seconds to see if you qualify to buy a new Jordan. Every time Travis Scott drops a new Jordan collaboration, y'all be on y'all get up five in the morning on a Saturday to try to get that shoe. And then you want to sit here and tell me how you care about what's going on in the world? No, you don't. You don't care, bro. Just be honest with you. You don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. Okay, we are celebrity obsessed. We are materialism obsessed. We know everything about everyone except the important shit. We know what Kim Kardashian's left titty smells like, but we don't give a fuck about any type of international crisis, really. All right? We do for like 10 minutes. It's the 72-hour theory. You know what's crazy? Haiti just had an earthquake, right? Where like almost 1,300 people are assumed to be dead. 1,300 people, bro. Like, that. that is insane. That can fill up Webster Hall. Like, imagine if everyone was in Webster Hall chilling and partying and the whole shit collapsed. That's what just happened in Haiti. You know how many posts I've seen about that on social media? One. And I have at least five Haitian friends. <laughs> like, like, that's my point. We don't care about anything. We don't care about what happens here. We don't care about what happens overseas. And we're not going to ever care. And we just need to be honest about that. We don't give a fuck. This is how sick the world is, right? Yo, I remember like every week the Taliban and ISIS were posting beheading videos on YouTube. Y'all remember that? Back in like 09? If you don't meet my demands, I'll cut your fucking head off. Like, but like, here's the crazy part. I say that to say, of course, there were a lot of dislikes on those videos. But you know what video had even more dislikes? Baby by Justin Bieber. Like, there are more people grossed out by Justin Bieber singing, baby, 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 ooh. Like, people were like, dislike. More people hated that than Taliban beheading videos? And how the fuck were those videos going on YouTube and social media, right? And it just stayed there for years. But if I post the wrong meme, my account gets flagged. What type of shit is going on here? Like, we got motherfucking terrorists <laughs> killing people, like, in high def. But I can't post the wrong uh, uh, meme? Who's running these guidelines? Nobody gives a fuck. Right? We care more about NBA contracts, bro. And I'll prove it to you right now. I'll prove it to you right now. If a young black team, right, was inside of the store on 125th Street, west side of Harlem, 2.30 p.m., in July, right? If he got shot at 2.30 p.m., okay? 
If at 3 p.m. the next season LeBron next year LeBron James is a free agent. If by 3 p.m. LeBron James said, taking my talents to New York City. No one's going to give a fuck about that kid, bro. <laughs> like, I, like, yo, we don't care, son. We don't, we want, we want to see, we care about celebrities. Right? I'm telling you, we care about Afghanistan now. Holla at me in September. Yo, if a second shutdown happens, bro, we don't give a fuck about the Taliban. I mark my word, bro. Mark my word. Because the Delta is here to stay. Y'all don't want to get vaccinated. Cool. I hear you. If another shutdown happens, if another shutdown happens, I guarantee you we're not caring about the Taliban. Because we, we've cared about, we cared less about far more important things. Matter of fact, I do you one better. I do you one better, yo. If Kanye West drops Donda, Friday, or if Drake drops Certified Lover Boy on Friday, Taliban out the window. We don't care, bro. <laughs> like, it's out the window. Only people that are going to care are people who watch motherfucking uh, CNBC all day and CNN and Fox News, all right? Drake's album is more important than international terrorism, son. <laughs> like, that's what you have to understand. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm, just, I'm not here to agree with you. I'm just here to tell you the truth. I know how y'all feel deep in your gut. Right? You can't lie to me. Just be real with Uncle Brandon, yo. Because I always keep it real with y'all. We care more about NBA contracts than we do terrorism. Yo, speaking of NBA contracts, two things. Two things. First of all, in the history of the WNBA, right? In the entire history... All the contracts in 25 years, 25 motherfucking years, every single contract amounts to $271 million. Steph Curry has made more than that in the past six years. <laughs> Yo, that's insane. That is insane. That goes to show you how many people don't watch the WNBA and can you please give it a rest, okay? I keep saying, you cannot, without Google, name five women in the WNBA and 15 of them just won gold at the Olympics and you didn't watch, all right? So just let, like, motherfucking NBA Summer League has more attendees and higher viewing audience than a WNBA game. Give it a rest, B. Yo, more people watch the NFL Combine, which is basically a bunch of college guys trying to get into the NFL, running around in their underwear, okay, and they're measuring their hand and their height. More people watch that than they watch the finals of the WNBA, okay? The second part of my NBA contract is my supreme dickhead for today. And my supreme dickhead goes to my man, Dennis Schroeder. Okay, now Dennis Schroeder last season played for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, the purple and gold. With my man, LeBron, greatest player of all time. I said what I said. Uh, I, he just made Space Jam too. all right? Just stop it, all right? Stop it. It's for kids. Stop judging that movie. Anyway, him and, and AD, all right? Andre Drummond was on that team. They had a pretty stacked roster, but it was, they had some injuries. That's why they didn't repeat as champions, okay? So Dennis Schroeder was on that team, 
And the Lakers said to him, yo, you're about to be a free agent, my man. So we are offering you a contract. Four years, right? $84 million. That's a decent contract. That's $21 million a year. Ain't nothing to, to laugh at. He's not like a, a top-tier superstar or nothing like that. He's a decent player. He's a 17-point-per-game guy. He ain't going to get you 30. You know what I'm saying? This is the same guy who got you zero in a game before. The starting point guard for the NBA Los Angeles Lakers had zero points in a game. Like, how dare you? You know what I'm saying? You are like you are a professional. You scored zero, and you're a starter? Kill yourself. But, yo, my man had the audacity to turn down that offer and say, yo, talk to me nice, you know what I mean? I need a hundred million or more. And the Lakers were just like, no doubt. <laughs> he ain't getting it from us. So we said, cool, I'm gonna get that bag somewhere else. Fuck y'all. And my man dipped. He went to free agency to test the market. And the whole point of testing the market is to pass, and that man failed miserably. He uh <laughs> he did not get his hundred million dollars. He did not get $84 million. What did Dennis Schroeder get? He got $5.9 million. People, the grass is not always greener, and sometimes that initial offer is the best offer you're going to get. Dennis Schroeder, all jokes aside, I wish the best for you. I hope this all works out. I hope this gamble on yourself leads to a bigger payday because to to turn down 84 and just end up with $8.4 million, that is like... Bro, like, imagine you had $84 million in your bank account and woke up with five. A lot of you would kill yourself, <laughs> right, okay? Because you're trying to figure out where the fuck did $79 million go, okay? That's what happened to him. Uh, his wife is speaking up for him. Y'all don't know what he goes through and yada, yada. Okay, cool, great, Shorty. We don't need to hear your input. Uh, he's a grown-ass man in the NBA. He made that decision. You know, live with it, brother. I ain't mad at you. You gambling on yourself. You see the bigger picture. I don't see it. Okay. I hope you're right. And for that, he's getting supreme dickhead. Now it's time to end this episode with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. Success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Peace.